0: Money FM 89.3 good afternoon it is the evening runway I'm Elliot Tanker it's now time for Culture Club so when you go shopping do you buy local do you think about buying local well if you think back generations ago the only option people really had when it came to shopping was to buy local but now we live in a world that's so evolved and so much smaller in that sense you've got international brands so easily available now buying locally is touted as the best way to be A, environmentally friendly At B, support the local community at the same time Because when you do that When you purchase food and other goods that are produced locally right Consumers help stimulate the regional economy It helps create and retain valuable jobs Supports families, strengthens community And of course culture as well So, my next guest has used being local to his advantage And he's in the studio with me Ivan Cheong, who is the Chief of Business and Co-Founder for Fat Freak Ivan! Thank you for having me on board here I love the name, Fat, Fre- <laughs> Fat you, Frequency. Fat Frequency. Yeah. So you guys, uh, so it's, it's in-ear monitors. Tell me a little bit about the business model. So, so Fat Freak, actually, we manufacture
1: and actually we design and engineer custom in-ear monitors based in Singapore. So okay. every single thing that we produce and engineer is actually here. Right smack the centre of Singapore in Chinatown.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a great location. And you guys, I mean, there's obviously an origin story Definitely. there. What, what was it?
1: I mean, Fat Freak was founded by myself, Ben and Aaron, right? Okay, so we okay. were in the same band, yeah. and of course we were using in your monitors, yeah. right? Of course, then yeah. of course we found that actually getting one pair, then you know, as secondary school kids, yeah. it's pretty expensive. We realized that a lot of products is, is manufactured and done overseas, mm. right? Mm. So so there's quite a bit of you know a gap and uh, waiting time, and you know the the price is like, pretty expensive to yeah. get a, a decent pair once. Right? Yeah. So 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 that's when with our engineering background, three of us we started engineering in different fields like chemical oh. systems and mecha- mechanical. Okay. So we, we piece Everything together and and manage to create
0: fabric that it is today. I know I said that you've used being local to your advantage, but put that aside. Yeah. What makes yours better from the competitors? All <laughs> different. I mean, ultimately, sound is it's a preference. Right? It's subjective. Yeah, that's yeah, right.
1: So yeah. ultimately, we ourselves as a young entrepreneur, we have always been listening what's happening on the ground, right? So so we, we take our customers' feedback seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially we we do categorize our customers as well. If you're a musician, you, okay. what instruments do you play? Right. If you're a sound engineer, what kind of you know genres do you engineer? Mix. Okay, So, so we do have different tunings for different purposes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I personally feel that Singaporean, and, and not to stereotype a Singaporean men, we kind of feel we have better ears and we're quite fussy <laughs> about sound. Or maybe that's the environment that I grew up in. I, I would agree. We, we are talking about the audiophile market. Yeah, uh, yeah, Singapore yeah. is
1: one of the biggest audiophile market that we have here. And, and we're happy to say that, uh, Fairfrey, initially we started from the professional market yeah. where we deal with a lot of musicians, professionals that play on content. Mm-hmm. Certain on stages but right. now only recently about a year back we managed to penetrate into the audiophile market okay. so now we are pretty much international
0: right but it must be tough right especially in singapore <laughs> i mean we have quite a few and i'm just looking at the the musician's point of view yep. you've got a, quite a few outlets that bring in these sort of brands of guitars prs if you want wow. yeah you know where i'm going with this. this so how do you penetrate that market how do you get say i'm a local musician i'm going there how do you get my attention? So
1: interestingly, the music market is very close needed. I mean, it's in some it's sense true. you yeah. feel that it's very niche, very. Yeah. But actually, there's a lot of them in Singapore, and we actually take word of mouth very seriously okay. because we are we are talking about not buying just a fifty dollar or eighty dollar product. You know, we are selling products thousands, two dollars, yeah. three thousand dollars. So yeah. a lot of recommendations from your friends, from the seniors, from you know people that have been in the radio industry for yeah. plenty of years. You need them to share. Okay. So I think that is very important. It has been working well with us since the start of.
0: <laughs> I can't I can yeah. help but ask, what's that uh, so-called marketing process like? Do you? You say you're a musician. It's a yeah. close-knit community. We have a mutual friend that, you, that we spoke about off here. So yeah. do you approach that seniority group and ask them, "Hey, try this out and tell all your friends about it"? So to be honest, we started
1: three months or four months before COVID happened. Wow, well, that that is pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but thankfully, we were still small and nimble. Our overheads was not like super large and everything. But because of COVID. Also, in some sense, it's a blessing in disguise okay. where a lot of our, our local talents when that is travelling overseas, having yeah. tours and yeah. shows, they are based back in Singapore. So, with the time and luxury that we have, we managed to have coffee sessions okay. and, of course, then letting them to try our different products of diff- and then getting feedbacks as well. Okay. And then over that, Pretty short period of two years, we managed to merge like a huge group of friends that, that that believes in our product and and they love our tuning and stuff. So, so that's that's one good thing. So yeah. you
0: spent the pandemic essentially
1: building this community of uh, you can say that in, in yeah, that a sense, community right? and also building the product. So we right. before COVID it was, we started with three different products, yeah, <laughs> just sure. three. Yeah. At the end of COVID, we have about twenty over different kind of products different kind of tunings and right. eventually we ca- we categorize into four different categories the first one is musician series sure. reference series a signature series and a maestro series so wow. so each of it actually caters different you know group of listeners okay, and which is your biggest target or your most successful range? So for now, we would say it's actually the audio file market because oh. it's, it's huge. Right? Yeah. It's, it's a hobby yeah. where, where people would just spend thousands of dollars just to feel yeah. comfortable like getting a piece of customized keyboards yeah. or, or monitors as well. So, yeah. so it's the same thing where, where it's a different market where we can penetrate through different social medias like the Reddit, the Discord okay. market okay. where we can immediately go into the international market. Right. So that helped us to scale quite a bit uh, over the year.
0: Mm and you built your team from Nian Polytechnic if I'm So
1: yeah about. I mean I started from Nian and yep. I would really thank Nian for that as well because Nian really, the lecturer that did seed me the idea of running a business you know yeah. without for the lecturer the Kam kimbing where where uh, it was uh, uh, I was from the Poly Foundation program sure, and I went sure. to year zero so he just drew you know on the whiteboard the typical classrooms noisy he just got fed up he just drew this quadrant ESBI you know it's it's the cash flow quadrant from okay. the from the book of uh, Robert T. Kiyosaki I mean growing up I, I always thought like hey okay we got to just get a good job get a degree and everything right so and you'll be comfortable yeah but because of him, I mean, he probably screwed my life up. have <laughs> a whole concept, you know, about about, hey, why, what, what is that on the right side of that quadrant, you know, the B and I. So that really kickstart my idea of, hey, yeah, there's a business side of things and an investment side of things.
0: I like how you mentioned you from year zero. That really intrigues me. And Neon Polytechnic is a place I hold to my heart as well. Mm-hmm. How important is that, you know, having the right kind of teachers? I know teachers, they just pass, to open your
1: mind. Yeah. I think ultimately as students you just gotta be open as well. <laughs> right? Yeah. Best you just thing, you right, just gotta keep your eyes and mind open to advice, because they have probably more experience than us. Yeah, yeah. And then because of that I think I managed to capture some of the good stuff. Yeah. And on those those lectures that came by, they actually also are entrepreneurs and business owners themselves as well. Sure, yeah. So so that, that really intrigued me and actually created a lot of conversations like this as well. Any of them
0: become your customers? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently the principal of, of Nian, <laughs> Right. <laughs> now he he has become the deputy principal for NUS as well. So, yeah. so, I mean, yeah, we have been catching up and you and, and have been good customers. Wow. Yeah. So,
0: but what the sense I'm getting here is with you, uh, the methodology of your business building is a lot to do with making contacts, That's making right. building relationships. Yes, yes. Opening your mind is something we talked about. So, how do you open people's minds to say, yeah, I'm going to buy local? That is a pretty interesting question. Ultimately, as much as you can say social media plays a very
1: huge part of that. Of course. But ultimately it's word of mouth together with what you see on a social media presence. Oh, you gotta see like your local folk hero or heroes that plays on stage using yeah. your product and yeah. sharing it and then of course allowing us our own brand to to multiply that as
0: well. So influencers yeah. are influencers in that sense. Yeah, are really In the space. In, yeah. the space. in yeah. the space. In yeah. the space. Okay. So that adds to the credibility, of course. Definitely. Yeah, mm. because they're using it, they're playing for top
1: artists, yeah. traveling yeah. around the world, right yeah. now we're using our product. I mean, we do get a bit of maintenance once in a while, but it's just part of the business. Mm. But you, I mean, we are happy to see that now, since things have been opening up, you probably see us everywhere. You know, yeah, you <laughs> yeah
0: no, no, and that's why I say I've always been fascinated by the name of your company. Mm-hmm. So let's fast forward and, and where we're at right now. Yeah, three kids are from engineering, different engineering <laughs> backgrounds. Yep. What's what's the overhead in your company like then? How uh, many people do you
1: employ? So now, now currently we have about fifteen of us. Oh. and of course we hire international uh, like you know we, we are now expanding into the states okay. right? so we do have contractors that is in the east coast and west coast of the of United States as well
0: very nice so yeah. this is gonna appeal to the very traditional side because for audio files it's analog yeah, digital but, and hiring
1: them is yeah. actually is a more strategic hire where we can work with the local okay. musicians themselves so then we can get into the pro- professional space in the United States as well so, so that's the whole plan
0: It's super left field type of question I don't know how this plays apart but <laughs> just for the fun of it it's so much Conversation about AI, AI. Yep. You're an engineer. So you look at and the future. The, the, and the, where uh, does that
1: stand? I mean, to be honest, we have been taking Apple. Apple is actually one big lead in hearables as okay, well. Okay. Uh, TWS, uh, True Wireless Systems, because to be honest you wherever you see on in in the public spaces you see an airport in everybody's ear yeah. and you have been always constantly updating the software and the technology having new drivers that, that that is going into the system that is actually a very interesting space because even though we are in the professional and the audio file space it's the, the world of what Apple is in is a completely different market so where do you see
0: the future of audiophiles <laughs> so or, i mean or, i mean okay, so
1: i would actually base this on the capability of the founding team because as mentioned, we are all engineers ourselves. We started this company from scratch, engineered the tuning, the design, the the aesthetic design, mm-hmm. and of the shell design, everything from scratch. And we managed to break out from the professional market into the audio file market. And we realized that actually there's a huge market out ahead of us in the gaming space, right?
0: I was going yeah, to get In the that. gaming yeah.
1: space, in the content creating space. Sure, yeah. And then recently, we just managed to get into the professional shooting space. Because with the same engineering, manufacturing processes, we realized, hey, we are able to just tilt our... Just one two angles away right. to service more of a hearing protection market. Right.
0: Yeah. So that's when
1: the, the, the shooting market opened up okay. quite a bit to us. Yeah. Uh,
0: pardon me if this sounds ignorant, but does this overlap the hearing aid market? Yes. So okay. if you were to ask me
1: what's happening after, you know, the the professional market, getting into the hearing aid, the hearables and the hearing protection market is something that we are want that we want to expand into wow. because we know that in by data there's a there's a huge decline on hearing capabilities actually, across all ages. I mean, mm. be you young guys going partying and stuff, yes. even the old guys, you're losing a bit of the yeah. highs and stuff. So, so in general, the total, total population is actually facing hearing deficit. Yeah. So, that market is huge. Yeah. And it's, Expensive.
0: Yeah. Right. I, I take yeah. a hearing test. The noise pollution in Singapore is crazy. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, so we are now actually looking into as well, wow. you know, providing um, off the shelf, off the counter kind of hearing measurement stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so those are probably in probably three to five years.
0: How does this sort of make you want to do? Because th- with the way you describe things, I, I feel that there's a lot more to offer <laughs> to aspiring entrepreneurs as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you team, you and your team view this? What advice would you have for people thinking about getting into their own business? I think probably the one and only thing that I would share here,
1: it's really just get to know your customers. Right. You know, you just really got to sit down. I mean, we probably don't have that luxury to sit down with 1,000 different customers but of, to, of course, you know, as founders, as the team, the, the people that lead the company, we really got to be on the ground to know yeah. what's yeah. happening on the ground. So even for products like India Monitors, there's yeah. different points of failures, sure. right? And we, we got to know what part of it is failing, yeah. right? And then we, as engineers, we can tweak that <laughs> and then we translate to our staff to convert that to, to make a better product, yeah. right? So, so that's the whole idea. I think we just got. To to be on the ground as always be it in sales or in in engineering platform Mm. and ops, we just got to know what's the issue and we are always constantly trying to figure out how to make the product better to serve our customers better.
0: I think it helps also that you know your strength because you're an engineer so you Mm -hmm. will be going into the functionality if I were to do the same product Mm -hmm. I would only be looking at the aesthetics and (laughs) how many times have things gone wrong that way. I suppose if I wanted to start my business Mm -hmm. other than knowing my customer where should I start? What's the first step I should take? I think institutions like Neon Poly
1: or there's many other polytechnics out there. I think they have this platform for you to really get somebody to speak to Go from to the, the school the they'll link you up somewhere sure, and then sure. of course to guide you through the initial startup phase yeah and then of course they can bridge you to enterprise singapore as well yeah right don't That's be how we, shy. Yeah, just don't be shy just just reach out to any mm. lecturers that you know they probably can link you up think ultimately is you just got to take that first step out i mean you want to start a business you just got to break out of your comfort zone
0: yeah i meant to ask this a lot earlier yeah for you i mean reflecting on this conversation this mm. journey that you've had what was your biggest challenge
1: I think the biggest challenge is as mentioned breaking out of the comfort zone wow. and meeting artists the initial thought is just oh who are we yeah, yeah. we are just three, three friends guys. and yeah. three guys I yeah, know' yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just trying to create a product there's uncertainty yeah and we are not sure that whether the artists or the friends that yeah. we recommend to would like the product right it's always the uncertainty yeah. but ultimately over the years we have built that confidence and people have been using it yeah. and and we are confident of our tuning or our capabilities of producing as
0: well Just a final question Yeah And it's my try my luck time right (laughs) Signing any international artists Any that you can mention Come on Yeah I mean Okay (laughs) something cool
1: Okay um, Is I have this here Jasmine Yen We just attend one of her First debut here in Singapore Majula Fest And she's the daughter of Donnie Yen
0: Oh, that's right. I saw him post this on Instagram.
1: <laughs> yeah, so her daughter actually now just came out and is with Sony. So wow. thankfully, we are in touch with Sony and many other labels. Then managed to bridge us and, and managed to meet with her and get her one pair
0: of custom unit monitors. Well, that <laughs> is an amazing story about yeah, wow. Sony's cool. daughter. Claim to fame, my friend. <laughs> I'm speaking with Ivan Jung, who's the chief of business and co founder at Fat Freak. Thank you so much for your thank time you, today. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg.